Welcome back in. Brady Farkas show here on this Patriots win Monday on WDEV AM and FM and WDEVradio.com. Joining us now, the guy who was in the booth yesterday in Foxborough calling the game for Fox Sports, a true titan of industry. He's called all four professional sports here in the U.S. He's called the Summer and Winter Olympics one of the best. Kenny Albert. Kenny, thanks for being with us. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Excellent. Patriots shut out the Lions yesterday. Not surprised the Patriots won, surprised how they won. Before we talk about how the Pats looked, let's talk about how the Pats looked. What'd you make of Pat Patriot in the red? Oh, we loved it. Uh, I'm always a traditionalist and uh, watched so many games as a youngster growing up when the Patriots were wearing uh, those uniforms and that logo. So uh, it was it was great to see them. Uh, yesterday in the throwback uniforms, the red jerseys, the white pants, the white helmet, the Pat Patriot logo. So uh, that, that that aspect of the game was a lot of fun. What surprised you most about the Pats' performance? Well, I think the fact that they shut out a team that had been averaging 35 points per game. Uh, the Lions, it was well documented coming into the game, Brady, uh, that they had scored 35 a game and they had given up 35 a game. And they were ranked first in offense and, and last defensively. So you know, I don't think any of us would have had shutout on, on bingo card heading into the game, but you have to give the Patriots a lot of credit. Um, our crew worked the Lions game against Washington back in week two, and that was their only win up until this point. They had a 22 nothing lead at halftime. They, they scored 36 points, and the offense um, was outstanding. And now, yes, they, they do have a number of injuries, DeAndre Swift, did not play yesterday, but they have a, a, a very good backup running back in Jamal Williams, who led the league in touchdowns heading into the game uh, in Foxborough. They were missing one of their receivers, DJ Chark. They did get Amon Ross St. Brown back, but uh, you know perhaps he was still hindered by by the ankle injury. Patriots did a great job against TJ Hawkinson, who had a career game last week and was pretty quiet yesterday. And, and Bill Belichick and the Pats always seem to have success against Jared Goff, so I guess the most surprising thing was that the Lions uh, were shut out after averaging the 35 points per game coming in. Patriots defense certainly came to play six fourth down stops yesterday, but how big was it first quarter, the interception in the red zone by Jack Jones? Because Detroit was moving the ball well early. Right, they were. You look at those two drives the Lions had in the first quarter, and they were right around midfield on the first possession, go for it on fourth down. Uh, which some people might have been a little surprised about, uh, you know, given uh, that it was so early in the game and, and they could have punted and, and pinned the Patriots deep. But on the other hand, the Lions had great success the last couple of weeks on fourth down. They were three for three against Seattle last week and seven for their last nine over their previous two games. So I'm sure that uh, was in the mind of head coach Dan Campbell. And then you're right, big interception by Jack Jones in the red zone. Uh, he had the big pick last week, returned for the touchdown um, in the Patriots lost to Green Bay, and then he comes up with the interception in the end zone, or uh, right around the end zone, right around the goal line yesterday. And the fourth down was huge, 0 for 6. Um, you know, that hadn't happened since uh, the 0 for 5 hadn't happened since 1995, mm-hmm. and the 0 for 6 hadn't happened since prior to 1990. So an outstanding job uh, by the Pats defense. Matthew Judon had another terrific game, obviously, with the two sacks, and the second was scooped up and returned for the touchdown by Kyle Duggar. So you have to give the, the Patriots a lot of credit uh, on, on really all three phases, but certainly uh, on the defensive side. And then offensively, 
pretty much what you would have expected with, with a young rookie quarterback making his first start. Um, a lot of short passes. Uh, he had a great completion percentage, and they relied on the run game. And when Damian Harris went down, it became uh, the Ramondre Stevenson show, and he had the best game of his career as well. Kenny Albert, Fox Sports broadcaster, was in Foxborough yesterday for Patriots. Their win over the Lions. He's with us here on WDEV AM and FM WDEVradio.com. Kenny, you see on your you know on your your show sheet that the Patriots are one and three, and maybe you have a perception about them. What was your perception going in, and what was it coming out yesterday? Well, they start the season with, with two games on the road. They, they split those two, and then they lose to a really good Baltimore team and take Green Bay to overtime. So, you know, I don't think the record necessarily uh, totally defined what the Patriots were over those first four games um, when we went in and, and met with Bill Belichick and, and some of the players um, on Friday. Certainly didn't have the feel of a one and three team. So, um, you know, I think. Again, with, with Bailey Zappi, they're starting their third different quarterback in three games, a guy that a lot of people around the country hadn't even heard of until last week. And we were so impressed uh, with, with the boys. Uh, we met with him on Friday, and it was his first ever production meeting. We joked about it with him, with, with a TV crew, but he, but he answered the questions. And um, he looks like he's 12, but <laughs> when he speaks, he's, he's mature beyond his years. So um, he had a terrific college career, obviously, and, when we met with Dan Campbell, uh, he had him at the Senior Bowl uh, along with his Lions staff, Mark Brunel, the quarterback coach. And Campbell spoke very highly of, of his time with Zappi. He said he was really intelligent, picked up the playbook quickly uh, on the field, was accurate with good command. So uh, high marks from the opposing head coach as well leading up to the game. When you met with Bill Belichick in those pre-production meetings, did you get any sense of kind of where Mac Jones is at? Not really. I think when you go into the meetings with, with Belichick, you know, having done a number of Patriots games through the years, you kind of know what questions to ask and what not to ask mm. because you're not going to get an answer to certain things, uh, which is certainly his prerogative. We, we had a great meeting uh, with, with Bill on Friday, and what, what I've learned is that um, he's not going to give up too much about his current team, but if you start asking about some of the historical stuff that, that he's lived through, it, it's fascinating. And we, we we used some of this on the broadcast yesterday. I asked Bill about uh, his first NFL coaching job, which was in Detroit with mm-hmm. the Lions. He had been with the Baltimore Colts the year before as an intern, but his first actual coaching job was in Detroit in 1976. And he spoke for about 20 minutes about um, earning his Ph.D. in football during those two years in Detroit. He was working on the offensive side which a lot of people don't remember. Uh, he has not always been a defensive coach. He was the assistant special teams coach, and he worked with the wide receivers and tight ends. And he, he reminded us that those Lions teams that he was a part of were really the first to use a two-tight end formation. <laughs> and they had the Hall of Famer Charlie Sanders and another tight end named David Hill. And then you think ahead you know, a couple of decades after that to his time with the Patriots and how much success they have had uh, during certain eras, uh, using the two tight end formations. So, um, when he gets going on the historical stuff, it's, it's, like I said, fascinating. And his father played for the Lions back in the early 40s. And his dad's college coach, uh, who Bill's actually named after, a gentleman named Bill Edwards, played high school football with Paul Brown. So, when you think about the Belichick uh, football history in their family, it goes all the way back 
uh, to Paul Brown's high school days. Wow. So um, it, it's just, uh, you know, for those of us who, who really enjoy uh, the history of, of the sport, um, when, when you sit down with him and he starts getting going, like I said, on, on some of that stuff, it's, uh, it, it's really intriguing. And, and um, he has such a great, obviously, football mind and remembers every detail from, you know, even back in 1976 during his time with the Lions. Was there anything you saw the Patriots offensively do this week that they can replicate or bring back when Mac Jones is healthy? Do you think there's any carryover for what they can uh, what they can do scheme wise? Well, with, with Bill Belichick and his staff, you know they'll they'll certainly file everything away, and you know sometimes they'll go back to a, a playbook from 2008, and sometimes they'll go back to just a couple of weeks ago. So, um, you know, like I said. It was pretty much the the short to intermediate passing game, and it, it paid off. I think Zappy finished seventeen of twenty one, and the one interception, of course, uh, deflected off the hands of of Aguilar. That wasn't necessarily his fault. You know, the one thing you do have to give the Lions defense a little bit of credit. I mean, they lost so many players throughout the game. They had five DBs go down at, at different times. You know, they they did hold the Patriots to five field goals and yep. only one offensive touchdown. So, um, you know, if there's one positive you could look at. From the Lions side, it's certainly that. Kenny Albert, Fox Sports broadcaster with us here on the Brady Farkas Show on WDEV, AM and FM and WDEVradio.com. So I'm going to deviate off football for my final question here. We always like to try to localize things a little more if we can. So we're here in, in central Vermont, and one of our favorite people, local athletes, is a female hockey player by the name of Amanda Pelkey. And she was on the 20... 20- 18, I guess it would be, the Winter Olympic gold medal team in Pyeongchang and uh, women's hockey team that beat Canada. And I believe you were on the call of that gold medal game against Canada, the uh, Jocelyn Lamoureux unbelievable shootout goal, if I'm remembering correctly. Am I right on that? And what do you remember about that game? Oh, I was. Uh, and that was a game that I put up there probably in the top five of the most memorable events that I've ever had the good fortune to work. Uh, I was in Pyeongchang working with A.J. Malesko in the booth, yes. who was a 1998 gold medal winner uh, with the U.S. Olympic women's hockey team and then won silver in 2002, although she doesn't like to talk about the silver <laughs> as much as the gold. And uh, Pierre Maguire was with us down at ice level. And uh, I'll, I'll never forget it. Uh, the, the Canadians had won the previous four gold medals in women's ice hockey, and it's a huge rivalry, as you know. And uh, it went to overtime and then went to a shootout and, um, you know, just – the, the, the energy in the building, the excitement, um, it, it was a game and a broadcast that I'll certainly never forget and definitely in my top five all time. Well, we will we will never forget it uh, either and speak about it and speak with Amanda often. So, Kenny Albert, Fox Sports. Kenny, we appreciate it. Great work on the game yesterday. Great result for the Patriots. And uh, look forward to uh, you having the Pats again hopefully later on, the, uh, on in the year. Thanks, Brady. Really appreciate it.